What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing back in the house once again with Mr. Burke Green? Sir, how are you doing? Hello, I am very, very well. Very well. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but this is coming out later, isn't it? But it's Friday night, guys. So it's Friday night. I'm feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. Watching yeah, some fights back. on a Friday night with Burke yeah, Green. Man. Can't imagine doing anything better, right? Yeah, no, this is this is what I do on most Friday nights, honestly. It's just <laughs> like watch fights and research. But I started doing my doing my um videos. I've just started doing my fight pick videos earlier in the week now. So I do I've changed my schedule up slightly because I feel like it's slightly better. People keep on inviting me out to do things on Friday nights. Fucking it's just uh <sighs> the inconvenience ends. of that. Yeah. I know, right? I know. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. Man. That's the thing. That's the thing when you're over here in Europe, you know, like you get your Friday and Saturday night and you can plan for your weekend, but then the whole body clock is shifted on Sunday because fights are never at our reasonable time. Even in Sweden, yeah. remember they were in Sweden at stupid o'clock in the morning a couple of years ago. Oh, was that because? Was it an actual numbered event? Yeah. That why? Because they did the same thing at uh, UFC 204 in Manchester that yeah. I went to live with Bisping uh, defending his belt against Dan Henderson. The uh, right. Dan Henderson and Bisping walked out at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, Jesus I Christ! Mean, tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. There were a lot of drugs being done in those toilets. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. The thing is, is like, like the security weren't even. The security were just like fair. I mean, that's fair, guys. I, ha, do, you, do you want do you, Joe, Joe, at the end of the day? I think they're probably looking at the organizers. Is like, like, do you want people to be awake or not? Yeah. You, you don't. It's not a good aspect. You don't want the the cameras apparent. Like, my two mates fell asleep. They fell asleep like in their chairs. Like, I, like they, I think they they woke up. One of them managed to stay awake to get to the main event, but he just kept falling asleep between rounds because it's like yeah. it's five a.m. We've been up all night, like on yeah. the beers. That's like, a tough like, one. Yeah. Oh, it was hella tough. Yeah. When you're in Europe, that's how we do it. But listen, what I wanted to do when I started a podcast is to do like, I'm all about, you remember Joe Rogan's uh, fight companions? Like I'm oh, yeah. all about yeah. them. And Brendan Schaub is doing it now with Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen. And Calabasas. Like, the fight Calabasas companions. fight yeah. companion. Yeah. Dude, I don't watch him live with them, but on Sunday, like the next day or the Monday, I'll sit down and I'll watch the Calabasas fight companion. And it is one of the most entertaining ways to watch a fight. They are like, quite even funny. if you're on your own, you don't have a guest or sound on a podcast. You're just sitting there and you're watching the fights. You line up the fights with, uh, with their, with their thinking. It's, it's so entertaining. And it's like, you're there with your gang, you know, cause you know, these guys, mm. and that's what we're doing today. That's why I reached out to you, Bert. Well, I didn't reach out to you. I think we talked about it on the actual last episode we did together, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 So here's what we're going to do, guys. Go to the link in the description. Go get yourself another device. Get a phone. Get a laptop. Get something else. You're going to set up and you're going to watch a fight with us and you're going to help us settle a long debate. It's a debate going back since 2013. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to watch Alexander Gustafsson versus John Jones, the first fight between those two guys. Um, I, I don't know. Will we do spoiler alert? Because it's it's common knowledge who won the fight and who got the nod. But uh, I think it, it is common knowledge. Yeah. 
But I mean, just in case there's someone watching that hasn't seen, I mean, to be fair, this is kind of like I'd, this. This falls into the category of you should have watched it by now yeah. because uh, I, I remember like literally it was it was quite a few years ago because I think we were maybe on season five or six of Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> um, and I was talking to somebody about like Sean Bean and just like talking about yeah, no, if I could get. It's killed off. I mean, I think it's that was one of the beautiful things about like season one of Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, just pause this for a second, skip forward like thirty seconds because I'm about to say something that will ruin it. But either way, when they like, I couldn't believe. Like, I I thought they were going to find a way to get Sean Bean's character out of that, and when they killed him, I was like, wow, that's fucking incredible. You don't get too many moments like on TV. I was talking about it like at a bar, and someone that was down like like. I didn't know them. They just overheard me. They're like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I was, I was planning on watching that. I was like, dude, like, that happened six years ago. Like, that's on you. That is on you, sir. Unreal. <laughs> I'm not it's like, that. It's like when someone complains on a Sunday morning when they check Facebook at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Go and check Facebook. And, and they see someone's Facebook status with the result. And it's just like, well, you should have watched the fight, though, before going on the, the social media site that shares information. That's like, the thing. Is if if my mate is coming around to watch the fights like in the morning, he knows to either call me. I might answer, but I might not because the thing is, is like I will not look at my phone. I won't even look at it. I'll get up and I know that I'm going to put the fights on at say ten o'clock in the morning or eleven if I'm going to the gym. If I've organised to watch it with my mate, I'll put the I'll say you know pop round at this time because there's a good chance I'm not going to have my phone on me. Because yeah. I don't want because you're I fucking smart, smart. Yeah, I take my smartwatch off. I take no chances. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do tonight. So I've got my laptop set up. Are you watching on your phone or your laptop? Laptop. Laptop. Yes. Okay. So guys, it's probably better laptop because you can see everything that's going on. So go get yourself another device. Click the link in the description. If you don't click the link in the description, just go to YouTube and type in "free fight John Jones versus." Alexander Gustafsson won UFC 165 2013. Okay. That'll bring you to a YouTube HD quality UFC released video. And it just for reference, it is 28 and 28 minutes and 52 or 53 seconds, depending on what device you're on. And we're going to sync it up together, you and me, Bart. And we're going to watch it together. And we invite you, the CMA listeners, the CMA maniacs, the CMA maniacs or whatever. The CMA maniacs. There you go. Boom. I think I've so just I watched created. a lot of Answer Smash. Uh, there's a, there's yeah. a game show in the UK called um, House of Ga- Rich Osmond's House of Games. Yeah. And they do this thing called Answer Smash at the end. And it takes like, it's got like a picture of something and like something at the bottom and you have to smash the answers together. It's like. Um, there you go. Yeah, it's so go pick up yourself. Uh, go pick up yourself. Go pick up another device. Click that link in the description and follow along with us. Is this the first CMA podcast fight companion? I think it, it is. is. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations, so. Bert. You're part of the first one. Uh, you win a toaster. Um, oh, a four okay. slice, full slice. Yeah, you go. Four slice, four slices. Four. Yeah, well, so we're going to hook it right. up right now, Bert. So I'm good to go at 0.00. I am at 0.00. As well. So yeah. we do it on three. Is it one, two, yeah. three, click or one, two, and click on three? One, two, click on three. 
One, two, click on three. Okay. Are yeah. you ready? I'm ready. Enjoy the fight, bro. Everybody with us in three, two, one. One, two, three. P3, portable protein pack. There you go. Three P's. Here we go. Big John. Big, big John. Let me oh, grab a beer John. for this one, Bert. Big John and a re uh, still reffing, still reffing back then. I, f I learned how to open a beer with my uh, with my ring. So look, that's pretty nice. Didn't even look. I like that. Hey, cheers, cheers, my man. Enjoy, sir. Three point stance from John Jones. Here we go. The champion in the black trunks. The challenger in the Ah, I still oh night tick on the back. Bones nose. Remember that t-shirt? Oh yeah, that's right. So the debate here, guys, is who won the fight. It was a very close fight. And uh, Bert, yeah, Bert, we got to. This is the first time I've done this. We got to be very careful not to talk over each other. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. I'll try my level best. There you go. So right now, if you're having trouble syncing up, we're at four minutes, 30 seconds, 29, 28, 27. Yeah, see, definitely, he's definitely causing problems for Jones' length, but Jones is reading quite well at this point. He's the tallest guy to fight John Jones at that point, right? Mm, I think so. Look how loose and and free and non-stiff Alexander is fighting. The, and John was like monster John Jones at that point. He was. To be fair, John looks very loose as well, though. Like, just very calm. Very, like, yeah. you can see that he's just... That's that nice. That was good. That's nice. And we, well, I must also point out, John Jones is the champion at this point. Yeah, I did a very bad job explaining what, what this was all about. John Jones is the champion and the challenger, Alexander Gustafsson from Sweden. Oh, that was nice. That was a lovely, lovely left hook. Lovely lead left hook there from Gustafsson. I'll interject here, Burton. I'll say that what a lot of fighters do is the first round is normally a, a feel-out round. They'll win the second and third round, and they'll coast the third and fourth, or sorry, the the fourth and fifth, and then they'll complain about a split decision or a bad decision. The first round is just as important. Always, especially in a three-rounder. This is yeah. not a three-rounder, I should add. It's a five-rounder. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why I even mentioned three rounds. That's just distracting from the fight that we watch. It's all right. I can only apologize. It's all good, man. Is this your first fight companion? Yeah, yeah, I've never done one before. Nice. One thing I would say at this, uh, at this point in this round is Jones has had the center of the octagon for quite a lot of it. And once, oh, that's a nice elbow there. One thing I would point out is that the scoring system has changed since um, this fight has taken place. So we need to bear in mind the scoring at the time did tend to score uh, octagon control as a much higher uh, scoring category. Damage was lower down. I just want to throw that out there just, yeah. just at this point. before. Um... <laughs> when you see the end of the fight, you'll know what damage we're talking about. That's nice. So yeah, see so the aesthetic here for me 
is that Jones is is hitting Gustafsson. Gustafsson's kind of bouncing off and having to go around the outside and re kind of and recalibrate. And yeah. aesthetically, for me, if I was a judge, I'd be thinking, okay, that's John, like John Jones has the advantage here. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, look down. at that. Look at that, hands down. Yeah. But the, the round is too close for him to be showboarding like that. Like the first round really pays dividends if you end up going for it. But if you coast and try and just jab your way to five minutes, the way he throws his hands is the way a guy who's been throwing boxing techniques is and Jones down. is frozen. Yeah. yeah, but those spinning back kicks and the kicks to the legs as well, they're really adding up. Yeah. And he gets John Jones down. Is that the first time John was ever taken down? I think it might have been. But what does he do with it? I can't remember. He's straight back up. That's all so, the time spent with Phil Davis. Because it I mean, depends how Because, uh, like I said, uh, I mean, this score is a takedown, but nothing yeah. happened with it. It's better in the cap, though, right? Oh, yeah, feather in the cap, absolutely. So, what was, the most, got, what was the most oh, no. significant part of that round, though? For me, the most significant part was, was Jones so taking the initiative, the first time. and he looked like the fighter going forward. Like, he was taking the center of the octagon. And it's and it looks like for me, Gustafsson, like it's a close round, very very close round. But look at that! Look, look at that! that. The eye, look, you get one per round. You got to use them. But you you, you get one per round, Bert. But you get warned in the locker room before you go out there, right? The rules are yeah, but still. It's such an. Ah, uh, John Jones and fucking fingers in there. Eyes. But for me, yeah, oh, that's nice. That's Beautiful a nice elbow. elbow. John's really starting to get aggressive now. Kick to the body. Very aggressive. Big leg like hands. Stalking him down. He's got Gustafson up. Gustafson Final seconds of the round. Big elbow. You see? He's there. Big elbow there. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You see, for me. Looking, looking at that round, I can see that was a John Jones round. The light I will is on the agree. By the way, I had Ale I haven't seen this fight in years. I had Alexander Gustafsson winning the fight. And I yeah. had John Jones winning the fight, which yeah, is where this debate kind of came from. Just FYI. Yeah. Again, I'm terrible at explaining why we're doing this, Bert. I sincerely apologize. Ah, Beautiful. Oh, that was lovely. That was real nice. From my memory, like this is the Jones where this is the round that I gave to Gustafsson. From memory, the, I might be wrong though. Did you only give one round to, to Alexander? I did only give one round to Gustafsson. Wow, I thought you were a good person, Bert. Oh, well, I mean, I think we all know that's not true. Because <laughs> a lot of people were saying, hey, Dave, you're, you're Irish. Why are you talking to this, this, this Brit? You know, this, this guy whose ancestors probably tried to burn your house down. And I thought, hey, guys, we hey, they didn't try. They burned a lot of houses down and they succeeded, motherfucker. I guess. Yeah, that's so, true. Sorry, I shouldn't say shit. All the more reason, you know, and I thought, you know. For comedic effect, guys, I do not, I do not, uh, you know, I do not condone. Um, oh, that's nice. That elbow. That was nice. That was it was short well, and it was quick. Yeah, one of the things I liked about uh, John Jones is he, if you heard like Bruce Buffer when he announces it, his fighting style. Yeah. No, no, no. Do you know, do you know what his fighting style is? He's a look-see-do fight. 
A look see do. Look see do. Look see do. Oh wow, I didn't ever heard that. I gotta yeah, check that. He, he really does that. Yeah, yeah, every every time he's announced, Bruce Buffer says he like rather than he's a karate fighter, a boxer, or a wrestler, he is a look see do fighter. Wow. That's why he calls his style look see do. He looks, he sees, he does. Well, if someone said to me, I'm a look see do, I'm like, well, no, I'm actually heterosexual. Oh, yeah, look see do, look see do. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that to John Jones. Now, I just want to point out very clearly, I never knew this. Alexander Gustafsson has a an ace of spades tattoo and i don't do this for effect but i'm actually wearing my ace of spades nice ring right now because i'm a huge motorhead fan same hey we agree there brother hey Telemi. Telemi, man god bless that man he's up there somewhere touching jesus base tell you what you know what i thought i gave this round to gustafson back in the day but so far this is really kind of close does Gustafsson do something in the last couple of minutes that really puts a stamp on it? Because so far, I'm looking at it, and I have Jones winning the first half of this round. So I think I'm going to eat my own words if this continues. But in real time, I had Alexander winning the fight. Yeah, I do remember um, one of the judges gave it 48-46, and I agreed with that judge. And everyone right. else said he was out of his mind. And to be fair, right, the first time I ever watched this, when I watched this fight live, I was stunned. Like, you know, but I think part of it was just that this was the first time we'd seen John Jones even look human. Right. So there was that that kind of, because but when I, it was when I rewatched the fight that actually all of a sudden I was like, you know what? The judge that gave it 48 46, I thought was right. I remember thinking that because I rewatched it quite a lot um, just after having watched it. That was a good roll. Nice. Oh, nice. That was a good roll. Don't think he gets the takedown. No, he doesn't, I don't think. But this is interesting because I thought, for some reason, I thought I gave, it might have been the third round that I gave the staff to Because this one's actually, it seems to be John Jones's round, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, so far I'm giving it to John. Unless something Boston drastic happens. Right nice one, too. Because because Stafford's not landing quite enough to be clearly mm -hmm. ahead. Yeah, he's and, and, and Jones is taking the center and looks like the aggressor, which yeah. counts for a lot, actually. It counts for a lot, especially in this scoring system in 2013. Because it used to count for a lot more than it does now. Oh, yeah. That was like, a nice kick. Oh, that is very nice. Maybe it's not. Nice That's a nice uppercut. Gustafson seems to have the advantage with the hand techniques, Mike. John has been throwing some really nice kicks. That one checked. But Gustafson seems to have the hand speed advantage here. Nice right hand. That is a nice right hand. A little too late, though. So again, Jones taking the center, stalking him. I've got to give that round to Jones as well. I do too. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe I think that's the round I gave to Alexander. All right, so we got a definite. Well, a I, I think this round. I think this. I think this round. Gustafsson's going to clearly win. I think I might have got my rounds mixed up. I'm fairly confident. There's one round that that Gustafsson blasts Jones pretty nice, and you have to give him that one round it must be this round it was round two or three okay 
I just remember round four when Jones hit him with the spoiler, uh, spinning elbow, a reverse elbow. Right over the top and a right uppercut. What I was saying is that those you can't beat the, what, you can't sorry, beat the, sorry, you can't beat the days with Joe Rogan and Mike Goldberg, man. Fucking love Mike Goldberg. Met him in Manchester. Lovely bloke. Absolutely lovely guy. I pa I didn't actually meet him and talk to him, but he passed me in the, the hotel at UFC 93. I had to go and do it because he was just He's standing small. on his own at the train station. I was just like, I was like, I was like, Goldie. Can I get a picture with you? He's just like, he's like, yeah, no problem, my man. Oh, excellent. I was just like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I've got big love for everything you do, man. That was the last event you ever called. That one, that was Mike Bisbing versus um, Henderson. Henderson yeah. yeah. Last one he ever called. End of an era. Wow. To Mike Goldberg, everybody. To Mike Goldberg, man. Goldberg. Almost yeah, had him on my podcast. Oh, I'd love to see that. Almost. I'd love to see it. I'll, I'll still hold out hope. Nah, his agent was a prick. A lot okay, of those, lot of those guys here. Say again? So I was going to say, Gustafsson caught him now. Yeah, nice right hand. Seems to sting him. You see, maybe I'm just biased, but I think this was around the time. Oh, it was all right. Was this prior to John Jones' piece of shit, John Jones? Um... I think it was prior to people knowing he was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think he was always a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You don't just wake up in the morning one day and uh, I want to go do shitloads of drugs and hit a pregnant lady with my car and break her arm. Go back I mean, to the I drugs. I, I wake up every day. You do? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, wow. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that he's, he had to deal with a lot of fame, a lot of very young. And yeah. he's a—he's an alpha. He's a wild man. Like, but don't like get on the mic. Do not get on the mic and preach the Lord Jesus Christ every time you fuck up. All right, you know what's really annoying? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. See, this is where look. Gustafsson's taking the center. He's taking the initiative. And this is where he starts boxing John Jones up a little bit. Just past the midway point nice block. Of this championship fight. And it's because he's taking the initiative. Yeah. You see the, see the aesthetic. It's, it, although Jones is very... He, he doesn't give up the center of the, that octagon, does he? It's one thing John Jones does very well. That oblique kick is really good. Really nice. But look at Alexander in this round. He's way more fluent. Like last round, he was very stiff. Oh, that was all right. Into the body. Nice. He's leaning. Up. Jones has even started to take this one. Oh. I really thought there was one round that was super one-sided. And you see Gustafson taking some big deep breaths there. Yeah, John has thrown some really good kicks in this fight. Yeah, that was part of the problem that Gustafson faces, I mean, spoiler alert, later on in this fight, is I do think he started to feel it a bit, whereas yeah. Jones still had all that cocaine running through his system. So he was... Hell of a drug. Oh, it sure is. There you go. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that's... I think it's these kind of combinations that, for me, set it apart. For this round, at least. Like he, when he lets it go, man, it's just like yeah. it's like Diaz. He just his hands are low, he's leaning forward, but those combinations. I don't want to sound like general boxing coach here, but when you let those, like really basics, 
the basic combinations double jab right hand left hook one two down the pipe one Just, two the nate diaz one that uh that he hit uh, connor with the first one that mm, wobbled him yeah that's a fucking poetry man retreats, gets back to the center of the octagon excellent footwork by Gustafson. look at that combination. see right there yeah, john see? jones going backwards in a straight line exactly as opposed to side to side john's looking for that spin yep yep there's the elbow look at that's that a nice elbow oh. grabs a hold of him but Gustafson's taking point. the initiative Nope. And the aesthetic is that he's the one stalking Jones, and, and he's been doing that more in this round. Yeah. Although I've got to be honest, it was closer than I remember it. I'm still giving it Gus though. This one, I don't know. This one, you'd be generous. Yeah. We are headed to the championship round. I don't know how you. I think it. that. I think that. Let's give that one to Alexander. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, again, it's a, right, I'll see how this round plays out. Because I know there was one round that I thought was very one-sided. It might not have been that one, because I don't think that was that one-sided. I think it was kind of a coin flip. Would you not think, do you know what I mean? Like That was a coin flip. I didn't think... So close. I didn't think two and three were that close. Two and three, I thought Jones was clearly the winner. Whereas that that third round, I thought was a coin flip. And in that instance, I, d I mentioned at the start of the uh, show that Jones is the champion in this instance. Now, for me, like, I know not everybody agrees with this. This is controversial. I know that some people don't agree with it. But I think there, there is such a thing as championship advantage. I think that if you draw a round, it goes to the champion. Because if you draw, the belt stays with the champion. You don't beat, the, you don't take the belt by being as good as the champion. You have to be better. So therefore, if you're not better in that round, that round goes to Jones. So for me, I've got Jones three rounds up. Okay. Because the last round was a coin flip. It really was. I, I think this might be the one-sided round. I'm going to be I'll devil's be advocate. I'm going to be devil's advocate on this one. I'm going to say one and two Jones. I'm going to give three to Alexander. Let's see what happens in, in four. That was a nice right hand. Yeah, I think I might have gotten confused. It might be around four that Gustafsson has a good one. If not, I might be giving all five rounds to Jones. <laughs> 50 45. You said physically that Gustafson matches up. So I, feel, I feel like, yeah, you, you could, if you're being generous, give the third round to Gustafson. Yeah. But I feel like re more realistically, that round was a draw. Whereas this round so far, actually, I am giving to Gustafson. I think I might have gotten, I might have misremembered. Mm. It might be round four that's clearly Gustafson. And then Jones rallies in the fifth and kind of comes back but you know what i wanted to do today but i said i'll, I'll do it tomorrow after we record because i didn't want to give myself any bias or whatever i wanted to get the compu strike numbers yeah see I, I don't know them the thing is i never like looking at the compu strike numbers because the judges don't have those so for me i like if you if you're arguing a judge's decision and you're throwing at compass strike numbers. It's like, look, if there's like five strikes in it, you try seeing that in real time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was the left hook right there. Yeah. This so is that, the round. That's what I mean. This is the round. This is the round. Look, look, the staff is peeing off now. Beautiful left hook. Beautiful yeah. right off the cut. Yeah. yeah. This is playing out now in my head. Uh, yeah. I kind of remembered. 
But what we were saying there about the copy strike is like it's very subjective in real time because certain judges see certain things in different angles. But when you look at the objective facts at the end, when we see what landed, what didn't, what was effective, what was not, I, I want to check out those copy strike numbers. It's always tomorrow. interesting to see, but for me, it's not. Uh, it doesn't help when trying to decide who won or lost the fight because yeah. you, the judges don't have those. So for me, I'm just like. You have to look at what does it look like. You've got to look at the aesthetic. Like some, sometimes some strikes look better than others. And that's just, you know. Uh, look at Jones's uh, right side of his face from that left hook. Yeah. Jones is, uh, yeah, Gustafsson piecing, uh, piecing him up this round. Look at that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, this is starting to all flood back to me now, honestly. Yeah. Because Jones starts getting desperate with takedowns. Even his demeanor, look at his face. Look at those skinny legs, though. Let's not let me shit on John Jones for a while. Look at those fucking skinny legs on that that drug addict piece of shit. Sorry, kind of works for him. Oh, that was a nice elbow. See, I'm getting emotional now because I know who won. A scumbag, wife beaten scumbag. That fight, just for anyone who doesn't know, this fight went into the Hall of Fame, and the night it got, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's the one. Oh. Hands down, though, huh? Gustafson stops the takedown even while hurt. Amazing. Twenty seconds. And stays I get oh, oh Jesus! Look at that! Oh man! I think um makes me very very sweaty. You see, this is what this is what makes me not to the point of tears, but this is what gets me so emotional about fighting. This point, when you do all the trash talk before, you have the pre-fight interviews where you talk shit. When you get hurt and you don't give up, dude, this is real fucking fighting right now. This is brilliant. I mean, love it. Honestly, though, Jones might have stolen that round. What a fight! He was getting beaten up for a lot yeah. of it, but, but you got to look at the aesthetic. At the end, he was battering Gustafsson. Yeah, so you could make that argument. Joe Rogan talks about that on his podcast. He said, even if you win like the first four minutes of that round, if this is a street fight and it's a five-minute round, you're ending it on top and you win the fight. Yeah. And you've got to look at like, yeah, Gustafsson landed a lot of good shots. But actually, the ones that Jones landed, looked far, like, they looked, it looked almost fighting. Yeah. Like it was getting close. Yeah, when John was clinching him and caught the short elbow, yeah, at the end really? of the round, that's what set up the attack. And yes, you could argue that John stole that that round. There's another reverse elbow happening here, right? Big yeah, I think so. Four minutes remain. Yeah, you know what? Watching this back again, I'm really, I'm not. I thought, I thought it, I might change my mind slightly, but actually, it, I'm, I've changed my mind further the other direction. I'm struggling to give Gustafsson around. I'm giving him three for sure. Yeah, I think, round I think round three, round three, you probably give him. Yeah. But 
I think I may be admitting I'm wrong here, huh? I expected to be kind of backtracking a bit more than this. Mm -hmm. But actually, <laughs> Jones is the pretty goddamn impressive is, for most of this fight. Because don't get me wrong, like, Gustafsson is having success. But I don't know if it's enough success. Yeah. It feels like John Jones is taking the he's taking the initiative, he's taking the center, and now he's got the takedown the there as well. Jones gets the takedown, but he's yeah. I mean, like, that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. That's wow. massive. And he's kept him there as well. He's passed guard. This is, this, so I can see why this is in the Hall of Fame. Midway point of the fifth and final round. I haven't really been listening to much of the commentary, but I do remember the commentary making I remember I watched it without the commentary. I mute. And I was like I love watching it mute. Yeah. And um, actually, that was when I gave, that was when I realized that the judge that gave it 48, 46 was correct. Well, when I watched it with no commentary, I was like, okay, without the commentary getting all kind of yeah. like, oh, that was nice. When Joe Rogan goes, <gasps> I love the uh, the GoPro footage of Joe Rogan, John Anik, and uh, DC reacting to the recent knockouts. Yeah. Yeah, look, Gustafsson's exhausted, isn't he? He's, he's regrouping there, though. He knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Nice. This is amazing, man. 90 seconds on the clock. And is Alexander Gustafsson ahead on the scorecards? He may very well be, Mike. The big round for John was obviously the last Yeah, they're saying he may very well be, but actually... For me, I'm like, oh, I don't like when you is. watch it in real time, it's like it makes what a huge difference when fight. you're watching it back when you know the result. John may easily be winning this round, though, too, Mike. I can now see what the judges so saw, honestly, because I, I could see it anyway. Like the first, the first time I watched the fight, when I watched it live, remains. I got caught up in it as well. Well, you know, I, I, I will admit that I thought I, I was, I thought there might be an and new. Yeah. But when I rewatched it and watched so it again, I just remember thinking, okay, right, now that the, the adrenaline's gone and I can really take a, a very like, slow objective look at this. Yeah. I don't know, because like, the rounds were all relatively competitive, but I thought that Jones clearly won more than the Stafford did. Again, that head kick, lovely. I, I didn't think so in real time. I genuinely didn't. I'm looking at it back now, you know, and I'm like, ah. Bear in mind, this was 2013. I wasn't as educated in uh, in scrapping. Look at Alexander, still going, man. Yeah, he's yeah. And Gustafson with a trip. They are gonna go the distance. Oh, that knee, that knee. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that fight was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame a few months ago. Was it about a year ago now, right? I think so. And the, the fuck up that we know of John Jones, he goes to Vegas and uh, go Google that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty. I mean, 
was about to say that was pretty funny, but uh, him, him headbutting the cop car was pretty funny. Headbutting the cop car, his, his own, is it his daughter called the cops on him? Or something like that. Yeah, that was just very, yeah. a very evenly matched. Jones just edged every round for me. Like, yeah. Like the third, I could give to Gustafsson, but I don't. Think, but I mean, the third or the fourth, I think you could you could give to Gustafsson. But those are the only two rounds that I'd give him. Like I'd give him a chance at giving him a, giving him a round. Looking back on it, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest: 48-47, 48-47. And 49-46 for the winner by unanimous decision. And Bones owns. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, because we we both agreed with the judge who scored at 49-46. Yeah. yeah, there you go, man. That's uh. And people, I remember at the time, people were outraged at that judge. People were yeah. outraged at him. But actually, when we watch it back, it's like, actually, it might he might be the only judge that scored it correctly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause. And we're out on that one. Um, what did you think, guys? What did you think? How did you score it? Do you agree with me? Do you agree with Bert? I'm saying, coming into this, I had Alexander Gustafsson winning it three rounds to two. Having it watched it back... I'm going to say generously four rounds to one for John Jones. Um, I think there needs to be more people like me on the planet, man, who can admit they're wrong yeah. and have the debate and have the conversation. Oh, absolutely. It's because uh, like I said, the, the like, I'll, I'll freely admit the first time I ever watched that fight. Well, I, I watched it. Um, I don't think I watched it live. I think we watched it the next day, but we hadn't seen the result or anything. I remember being out of my seat, just like, what the fuck? Am I about to see John Jones get toppled here? Yeah. Because because he got caught up, because I got caught up in the whole kind of invincibility of John Jones. And that was the first time he didn't look invincible. It's the first time he didn't look like a god. We're used to seeing him, you know, dropping Mashida by the side of the fence and just fucking yeah. just being a badass and and barely getting touched. In that fight, he got touched. He got touched a lot, and yeah. good credit to Gustafsson, like for that. But I don't think it was again. Like I said, I do stand by my previous comment that after watching it back a few times, it's not as close a fight as people remember it being. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the rounds were competitive, but I don't think they were close. I think there's a difference between competitive and close. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. I absolutely agree. Now that now that I actually look at it back, I'm like, all right, you could be generous and say three to two to John, but mm. four four to one is fair. And I, for the last nine years, said that that was robbery. Wow, I'm yeah. wrong. Cue the uh, emotional music for a guy admitting he's wrong. Uh, so I was doing I was doing scrubs. the. Um... Music from Scrubs. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. I love it. Uh, Burke Green, where can people find you and what are you all about? In case you didn't know, if you don't know, Burke's a regular on this goddamn show. 
I sure am. Uh, well, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, The Burt Locker. Uh, you can find me on Patreon, uh, The Burt Locker on Patreon. Now, the Patreon has extra fighter picks every week. Uh, for instance, I think it will have already happened by the time this airs, but UFC Paris, the fight, the fight pick, the Patreon exclusive fight pick is Marvin Vittori versus um, Robert Whittaker. That's the breakdown that I've done over on Patreon. It's a good breakdown. It's a good fight. It's one that I'm looking forward to. But essentially what I do, what I'm all about, is I, I like to break down uh, the fight. There are fights, usually three or four, that jump out off the page at me when I look at a card. And I'll break those down. And it's more about learning more about the fighters that are on the card. And you can make your own educated decisions about what, who you want to bet on. Don't follow my bets because they are awful. They're so Because I go for long odds. I like to keep the odds long. I keep the stakes low. And I keep the bets terrible. Because you know, as long as you keep the stakes low, it's fun for me anyway. Because if you're gambling to try and make money, I think that, honestly, you've, you're probably going to fall short of making it. Like, the system is designed for you to not make money. So you ain't going to. Like, you need a lot of capital and just bet on the favorites every time. And then guess what? They'll cancel your account. Like, yeah. as soon and as I see that's what you're from, doing. Uh, Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well um, he actually, funny, did, you, did you hear about that? Where uh, he got, you know, they used to do the UFC at the Palm, oh, Palm Casino. Oh, God. Uh, the part at the Palm uh, Casino. And they, yeah, they used to they used to have UFC events there. But Dana White used to play blackjack there a lot. He used to lose a lot. He used to lose a lot of money, like millions. Yeah. One day he won like five million. He just had a good night. And they said, "Yeah, you're not welcome back onto into our casino." He's like, "You know who I am? Like I, you know that I I bring the UFC here." And they're like, "Ah, uh, yeah." And he's like, "Well, the UFC ain't coming here anymore. Later, bitches. Yeah, They've yeah. never done another event at the Palms." There you go, man. But Bert, once again, sir, it is an absolute pleasure to talk fights with you. We'll do another fight. We'll do it. We'll, we'll find a controversial fight over the next week. We'll do another one of these because uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. It's, it's like ch trying to examine whether something is a robbery or not. I know that oh, there was one. Nate Diaz it... versus Conor McGregor, too. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Because, Interesting because I, I because, thought... Because, what, because the first fight was an assassination. Yes, it was. And I had money on that. I was you very did. happy. That night, my, my picks were fantastic. I won like... Uh, well, it was a few hundred quid that I won off a very small amount of money. And, um, basically, I had uh, Misha Tate to win by submission and Nate Diaz to win by submission. And they both came in. I had to double on that. And Beautiful. I happened to be away. Uh, at, uh, uh, did you ever watch Darts, Dave? You ever watch Darts? Very, very infrequent. I, I watch it if it's on. It's one of the greatest indoor spectator sports in the world. Outside of the UFC, I, it's so much fun to watch live. I love going to watch it live because it's just drinking and like cheering and singing. It's wonderful. Yeah. So me and my mates, we all went to the Darts in Minehead. And um, we, had the, we managed to download the UFC in the morning. And we put it on. And I sat there watching it, Joe. You know I mean? And then all, you know, when we saw like it, saw it unfold, I was like, "Yes!" So me, I, like, I got because I was you know, a baller because I just won like a few hundred quid. We went to um, the t-shirt shop, and we all got matching t-shirts saying Nate Diaz uh, sees the brace of two oh nine. What? 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 <laughs> Classic. <laughs> we got we got them to make those t-shirts. I was like, yeah, these are on me, guys. I love it. <laughs> it's so funny. There you go, man. We'll, we'll pick another fight. So we might do Connor versus Nate, too. 
or uh, I'm sure we'll find another one, but either or, we'll do another I'll episode. Th- yeah. um, Connor versus Nate 2. I'm in. Yeah, I'll do that one. Yeah. Uh, if you like what you see and hear, guys, do us a favor, drop us a comment. Again, it just helps us. Uh, check out Bert and his stuff is on YouTube, The Bert Locker, and follow his social media. The underscore Bert Green. Green. Yeah, the underscore Bert underscore Green. Uh, yeah. That's that's the Instagram. And it's got links to all of my other socials as well. Uh, if you find Bert Green on Twitter, I'm sure you'll see my face pop up somewhere. There you so, go, man. Yeah. Rock and roll. Thank you very much once again for joining me, Bert. And uh, we'll do it again. Rock and roll, brother. Peace. Two.